This gospel message is brought to you by the redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life-changing Word of God. So, we have almost 40, I learned, uh, people that sent in their, um, um, you know, sent in their pictures and the answers to the particular quiz that was set. Um, and for the families that won, wonderful. Um, quite encouraging to see the involvement and participation. I pray the Lord will continue to bless your children. Those Bible recitals were fantastic. We really, really were blessed by them. My confidence is that the word of God will never depart from your hearts, will never depart from your mouth in Jesus' name. And the play, I sincerely believe that um, our Fountain Theater leaders, they watched it. And I hope you had your uh, recruiter's notepads with you. I mean, I saw some wonderful actors and actresses in there. Make sure you don't miss them at all. You have a wonderful field to recruit from. Um, and our young preacher, God bless you. That was beautiful. Uh, if it had been in the house, I would have given you some slots for the coming month. But maybe as they say, uh, the time is coming when you children will really take over from us. Children, we are proud of each and every one of you. We are genuinely and really proud of you. And I pray the Lord will continue to increase you in Jesus' name. You will agree with me that church is fun and it's fulfilling. Amen? It's really fun um, right here in church. May I also ask all of us to please always try and tune in in time for service. Um, the general tendency is that we just leave it in. Oh, is it not the testimony? Is it not opening song? Some people have received their testimony from the opening song. Uh, God said a word unto them, and that was it. Um, the testimonies today, I don't see the reason why anybody should miss them. They spread across practically all the areas where we all have one need or another, right from family situation and circumstance and to spiritual uh, area for somebody, onto job, which are things that are facing everyone. I don't know why anyone should even miss them. Um, the last one um, was from um, one of our brothers, Val, that testified about uh, job. And so it, it all cuts across like that. Please let me encourage your heart not to miss any part of the service. Praise and worships are always wonderful and uh, a source of blessing. And I pray the Lord will continue to bless us in Jesus' name. You may have an idea already that the month we are entering into is the month of great power. Hallelujah. The month of June is our month of great power. And um, soon you will discover what the Lord has to say to us along that line. Let us pray before we quickly share the word of God and say some prayers. Eternal Father, we are grateful. Many a times we are not as graceful as we should be. And sincerely, we come to say sorry. We have this opportunity of listening to so many life-lifting messages and services 
from Fountain of Love, from Redeemed Churches, and from every other Christian church, sound one outside there. Many at times we've not taken the opportunity. Forgive us. We are praying today, oh God, that you will turn your people around. We trust in you, Lord, that we shall not only tune in um, physically, but we shall tune in spiritually. And so that none of our lives shall ever remain the same. Daddy, I ask you, please, 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 this morning to the earlier afternoon, speak to us. I really pray that you go beyond speaking to us, impact us as well. Let things change. Move us to the next level. And let your name and your name only be glorified. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' most wonderful name, we have prayed. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. We take our test from two passages of scripture. And I read them in quick succession. The first one is Zechariah chapter 4, verses 5 to 7. Fairly well-known verse to some of us. It says in Zechariah chapter 4, verse 5, Then the angel who talked with me answered and said to me, Do you not know what these are? And I said, No, my Lord. So he answered and said to me, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. <clears throat> Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Who are you, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel, you shall become a plain, and you shall bring forth the capstone with shouts of grace, grace to it. He says in verse 6, so he answered and said to me, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. And that word spirit there is rock, which actually simply means by my breath, by my breath, or by my word, says the Lord. So we'll come to that and tie it together in a moment. In Mark chapter 11, verse 23, it says, For as surely I say to you, Whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. I would love you to do a word count for me of the word say. For assuredly I say, number one, to you, whoever says to this mountain, number two, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says, number three, will be done. He will have whatever he says. Something about saying. There's something about saying. There's something about speaking out. There's something about declaring. There's something about saying. And so we see that the Bible tells us in the two passages we read in Zechariah chapter 4, verse 5 to 7, that God says something above and God expects man to say it on earth. Because he says that it's not going to be by human might or by human power, nor by effort we put into it, but by the word or by the work of the Lord, by the spoken word of God, he said this thing will be happened. And so God first speaks and expects man to speak. I pray that in the name that's above all names as we are going through, 
from different dimensions, this particular topic, developing a winning response in the time of crisis, you will know the power of confession. So you want to title it, you title it The Power of Confession. Nobody can rise above their words. Nobody can rise above what they say with their mouths. And so, we know that words are important and they are important parts of warfare. An important, an important response in times of crisis is what we call confession. Confession. The word confession actually has its root in the word just to speak or say or to tell. And so there's nothing big about it. But as Christians, we use that word in various forms. Words are powerful and they have consequences. Words are powerful. There are many lives that, that have been lifted through words. There are many lives of fortune that have been destroyed through words. There are people that are still trying to untangle the lives that they have simply because of words that were spoken unto them many years back. There are people that are spoken words unto us as well. There are spouses that are spoken words. There are children that, have, that words have been spoken to. Even there are children that are spoken words unto their parents and compare them and I say, well, I wish I have another father. What is the matter with you? I wish my mother has been better. And such parents, they may not be able to answer back. And I say, I am what I am simply because I sacrificed something for you. We need to be very careful about the words we speak. We need to know that our words have ramifications, that they have consequences. You will speak yourself out of trouble very soon in the name of Jesus. And I pray that none of us will speak ourselves into trouble in the name that's above all names. Amen and amen. And the Bible tells us so much about word. In the beginning, God made heaven and earth with the word. And in fact, the old Bible is called what? What do you call the Bible? The word of God. And when Jesus Christ, God incarnate came down, what the Bible called him in John chapter 1, it says, and the word was with God in the beginning and the word became flesh. Brethren, don't joke with your word. Especially when we gather together like this and we throw our words around. In fact, the Bible says somewhere that walls have ears to hear. That's what King Solomon said. He said, walls have ears. He said, therefore, do not curse the king in your bedroom. And some of us, God is giving us the grace. And I pray we develop it for every one of us more. And sometimes when people speak something about me in the faraway places, I have a nudge in my spirit. And sometimes when I confront, they keep wondering, why are you behaving to me like this? Somehow I just tend to hear. I pray I will hear more. Walls, walls have ears. Even saying things behind somebody in our frustration. God will help us. Amen? I say God will help us. And just to establish this before I go through a few points so that we can pray today and I tell you the plans that is ahead of us concerning this one in this new month that we're entering into because this is our month of great power. And because the power, he said, he said the power of life and death is in the tongue, isn't it? He said, he that loves it shall do what shall eat the fruit thereof. When Bible is talking about power, his mouth oh, for believers, sincerely. Check Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 for me very quickly. Let me just preach today. I might just put my note aside and just preach. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. If we have it close by, I would love to have it. If not, I think I can find it somewhere here and read for myself. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 is well known verse to many of us. He said, now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that does what? That works in us. You know that part that works in us? It's not just talking about spirit. It's the word of your mouth. Out of the abundance of the heart, what happens? The mouth speaks. 
It's whatever a man carries inside or a woman carries inside that will come out of their mouth. I'm pleading with you today in the name that's above all knees. This month of great power, you will speak yourself into great heights in the name of Jesus Christ. I will speak myself into great heights. In fact, I've started already. I've started declaring things. I've started speaking in the ways that, you know, are probably going to be different from the ways even I have never spoken about before. And we had just had this children's Sunday now. And we had those young ones reciting the Bible. Children, keep going, keep going. That's life you are speaking. They're going to mold your lives. And never allow anybody to tell you you are not big. Never allow. And we live in a world in which people are using words to destroy others. They say, they say proud words. Don't let anybody in school, in your neighborhood ever talk you down. You are a child of God filled with the power of God backed by heaven. And no force can pull you down. Believe that, children, because one of the points I'm going to mention later on, because there are three ways. I can jump there right away because I said the Lord has been nudging my heart that I should just speak to you very briefly and then we'll pray and lay the plan ahead for us. Because some of the three ways that we receive word into our lives, directly from heaven, because God can speak directly to a person, as he says in the book of Revelations, when Jesus Christ our Lord was declaring unto the people that were with him, and I call that vicarious. That is, people can speak for and on behalf. And I've started that already. In Revelation 3 verse 5. He who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments and I will not blot out his name from the book of life. But I will confess his name. Jesus Christ, he will confess his name before my, his father that is in heaven and before his angels. That is, God will speak on your behalf. God will speak on my behalf. So that's one way in which our lives can be better. I was listening to Daddy Joe's message this morning. He was saying a man decided to be, go away for one week. To do what? To just go and listen to God. That was a wise man. Because what that man we hear in the secret. Oh, I'm where I am today because of what God spoke to me in secret. And people will come and tell me how rubbish I am. Oh, you don't think I, you don't think I hear that all the time? You see, in this ministry, I've not, I've not been in meetings before where people decided to call me absolute rubbish. Because I had something else. That's why that didn't affect me. We all face it all the time. People can say it directly or indirectly run to you. But if you have heard and your heart is filled with what you have heard vicariously from the source, nothing comes in that's going to affect you anymore. So that's number one area. Number two, God can raise his prophet to speak for you. That's part of what I'm doing. That's why I'm telling every child within this area of our influence by the special grace of God, you are destined for greatness. I know it. You will be great. The Lord will raise you all. Because he that has called us, has called us that will give us a posterity. That's what I'm studying. A posterity means that those that are coming after you, they will be better than you. And you think it's in vain that in this hierarchy of the Redeemed Christian Church of God, that our leader and the man the Lord has called kept prophesying that, prophesying that since many times. What has he been saying? My children shall be greater than I. You will not be hearing it. That, that has sunk in. And so many times when I see things around me, when I see things in my spiritual children, my physical children, and my heart wants to shake, the Lord has said, remember the word has gone forth. Your children shall be greater. Words have power. And they are molding things already. And it becomes nearly impossible for our posterity not to be what God has called them to be. Because it's a word that is shaping their future. It's not by power. It's not by might. And so I'm speaking over vicariously, that is for and on behalf of everyone now. In the name that's above all names, you will fulfill the destiny that God has given unto you. 
And I'm warning everybody, please, as I will t- or roll out in this next one few weeks that we are going to this month, don't miss and listen carefully. Anybody that God has called to minister in the house fellowship, in the department, in the morning prayers, in wherever we meet, remember there's an unction upon us this coming month to restore, to have heaven release words unto us, and it is incumbent upon you to receive that word. Heaven releases, you must receive it. Amen. And don't tell me, I've heard that before. Only losers say that. Winners, they keep fighting, they say, I'll go for it again. Don't ever tell me, never ever tell me that. I've heard that before. You're going to get up and say, as long as I have my best, I will fight because this might be the one. Many have been drinking their oil well for many, many years and trying to strike the oil. And they decided to give her, you know, the story of standard oil. I learned many years back in America. And just a few feet before he struck oil, he abandoned the field. And another wise man came along and said, this is your field that is life fallow. Why am I going to sell the man? So it's a very useless field. If you want to take it, anything you pay for it. Not long after that, the man dug a little bit of his strong oil. Ah, don't leave your field. Don't leave your field. There is treasure under it. Keep digging. Keep digging. One more strike and the oil will come out. And I'm talking of the oil of the spirit of the living God. The one that is all encompassing. It will come out and it will gush out with mighty power in the name of Jesus Christ. And so that is one way that we can receive the word. Another way we can receive this word <clears throat> is corporately or what I call collectively. So the first way we can receive the word is what I call vicariously. That is other people speaking to your life, other God speaking to your life, or God's prophet speaking to your life. Believe God, believe his prophet, and ye shall prosper. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20. Believe God, believe his prophets, and you shall prosper. So, God can speak to us. Also, when we all gather together collectively, and that is the one that you must not joke with this month. Thank God we are not seeing each other physically. So we're not talking about just, you know, us want to see numbers. No, it's for your good. Join, I beg of you in the name of Jesus. Join. Because the power of joint voices is incalculable in effect. I repeat myself. The power of joined voices is incalculable in effect. There are times when your own voice is not going to be enough. (laughs) Whether you like it or not. In Acts chapter 4, verses 23 and 24, an oft-quoted passage of the Bible for me. Acts chapter 4, verses 23 and 24. The Bible said when the apostles were released by the authorities in the church that were in those days, the Bible said they went onto their own. Peter didn't go to his room to pray. James didn't go to his house to pray. They all gather together. We are gathering virtually now. Gather with people to pray. There's power in collective, you know, um, um, voices. There is power. Oh, what are they doing? I just do my own. I pray we will not be done in. Acts chapter 2. They were all gathered together in one room with one accord, and the Holy Spirit fell. They could have been praying in different places. They saw Jesus, they touched Jesus. Join people. Don't play with collective power. To the extent that the collective power was so strong that heavens recognizes in Genesis chapter 11. Heavens recognized in verse 1. He said these people, Genesis chapter 11, verse 1, please. And in verse 1, thank you. Now the old earth, listen carefully, listen carefully, listen carefully. And if you have it on your screen, read it along. Now the old earth had one language and one speech. Ah, do you know the difference? 
They had one language. They were all speaking. Uh, which language should I speak now? Icelandic. Yeah, okay. You won't read me into that one. They were all speaking Icelandic language. Huh? But speaking the language was different from speech. You remember that? That is, they were all not just speaking the same language, but they were all speaking in unison and they were all saying the same thing. That's what the apostle said in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 10. He said, I plead with you that you all be of one mind and speak the same thing. Brethren, there's power when it's not, it's not, it's not vanity and it's not just lack of don't know what to do. When God asks men and women of hundreds of thousands to gather together in location in Lagos on in an expressway between Lagos and one, two major cities there and cry unto him. There's power. It changes the atmosphere. And so I'm, be, I'm really very strong on this point with you. Up to the extent that in verses 6 and 7 of, uh, of Genesis chapter 11, verses 6 and 7 of Genesis chapter 11, God concluded. He said, and the Lord said, indeed, the people are one and they all have one language. And this is what they begin to do. Now nothing that they propose to do will be withheld from them. And verse 7, what did he say? Come, let us go down there, confuse their language that they may not understand one another's speech. And so God separated them. And so, the language that made them to have an agreement to rebel against God, God broke it. And whenever I see a divided people, I know they are about to be destroyed. It's, it's, it's standard. No nation has ever. Rome fell because of that. Whenever you see a nation in which they've never been united, they, it's very unlikely they will progress. It's a scriptural standard. Whenever you see an, a company, whenever you even see a small local church, and there are three factions that they won't go anywhere. I rather have, I've, I've made that note since the very first day I came to this town. Lord, I rather have five people who will have one mind that have 500 who will be disparate in that direction. It doesn't work. So there is a lot of power. So somebody, you are hearing me now. And my father asked me to tell you that the discord, the lack of agreement in your environment is going to terminate that lack of an agreement. And you will begin to work in agreement with significant people in your life. There is no progress without singleness of heart. It doesn't happen. So we need to be aware that corporately, we must now to speak the same thing. Like a church, we must not be speaking. There will be revival. Somebody said there will be not be any. And that's why sometimes when you know how to pray very well, especially in regions that are not significant, God will remove from you naysayers, people that are not one with you. And some of you have been weeping before. Oh Lord, why does this, this friend leave me? Don't you know? That as long as that person who will never agree with you is close to your life, you will never move. So God is the one that brings and separates. We must. And so that's why in the next seven days, our daily prayer, we will be having only confessions. And I've prayed to the Lord. I said, Lord, that's going to take a toll. That's going to require more. And after that, those seven days, we need to find answers from him, what he wants us to do. After all, the shutdown, we're trusting God, is going to be lifted soon by grace of God. I know in Scotland, we're still looking at close to another two weeks before they review it. 
Um, so, but it's going to be a very pivotal week for us. It's going to be just confession. Turn up. Lift your voices with others. <laughs> We've said too many things. We've said too many things in our lives that even if you use the rest of our life to say positive things, we'll just barely be getting by. Sincerely. Oh, this thing is not working. Uh, what are they saying? Oh, I know. My background. Many, many things that we have said that are negative. Let's come and nullify them. The time comes when all those things cannot be allowed to stand in our lives anymore. So we meet in the usual, at the usual time. And then by the special grace of God, we will do that for another seven days. Uh, usually, we, we just uh, start, you know, the confession and pronouncement, um, even on Sunday around 10 o'clock, and that coincides well that if you want to join the central service uh, from our world headquarters in Lagos, you can still listen to the message um, of, of our Father in the Lord. Of course, you also, you need to make personal and individual confession. Please, from this week, Beginning from today, start practicing. When you are going for your walk, keep saying good things to yourself. I think we've shared that before. I've shared that before. We want a young little girl like this that stayed with us very briefly. One, one of our children, I will call her. You know, all this, you know, more than a sleepover. You know, left town now, came around. Oh, she was in the mirror. I, oh, I, I see and dear my heart. She was in the mirror like that, and she would do like this. I'm beautiful. She would do like that. Oh, how, how nice I look. I said, ah, young girl, you go far. Ah, somebody might say, well, ah, she's building a strong foundation for herself. The world she will go into, they're going to say so many things unto her, but she's internalized it already. Nobody can ever. I don't see that girl as the Lord God of Israel lives. And I speak to over all our young ladies, all our girls, all our nurse, you know, those ones that are full and mature age. None of you. I used to pray that prayer when we have Mother's Day. I said, none of you will be oppressed. None of you will be abused. I, I've, I've pronounced that many, many years. I'm saying it again. None of you will be oppressed. But that was a young girl. I think she was around 8, 10 at that time. Prophesying into her life. Hey, full grown man, please prophesy to your life. Full-grown lady, prophesy to your life. I'm desirable. My home is settled. It might sound strange to you. It sounded strange, it sounded strange unto David when he was talking unto Goliath. And I said, today, his brother Elia must have been laughing. I said, that boy has lost it. You saw it, Daniel. I said, today, God will deliver you to my hand and I will cut your head. With what? And they look at the boy and say, what will you cut the head with? Stone? <laughs> you think you are, we are fleeing stones here? Eh? Flintstone and uh, you know <laughs> they must have been laughing so people may laugh when you are confessing but they will be the one to come and enjoy the blessing that God will place on your life don't ever ever start today and I've started I've started already I've been saying mighty things about myself I've been saying glorious things about every one of you I've been saying things about the influence that God has given me in this place and it shall come to pass amen because the scripture as I said you know, usually we pray, but the Lord, when I was just there to come up, it was so strong in my heart. I said, tell these people, rouse them. And quote all the scriptures for you. If you are not roused, and I believe the Lord is rousing you, none of you should remain the same. You enter interview rooms now, the way you are going to talk this next interview, this next meeting, is going to be different from the way you've talked before. You know why? Because something has risen in you. 
You are no longer the old person that we saw coming into this service today. You are a new man that is arising. For by your words you will be justified and by your words you will be condemned. Matthew chapter 12 verse 37. Matthew 12 37. By your word you will be justified. He said by your word you will be acquitted. That's another version says. A man of God came here and it was said that when we come to church all our life is like attending court. And a very good, very short message but very important. Many of you still remember. You know, he said permission permanently denied. You know, very good, you know, brother. You know, wonderful. And so remember, when you talk about acquit, that means every day you go out, there's a court sitting over your life. <laughs> you may not know it. You know, demons were sitting over the life of Job. He, was not, he didn't know it. Satan himself, the king of their horde, went unto the father. And the father knew that he knows who Job was. Job eventually was acquitted and his life was okay. But what made us to be acquitted or not is our words. By your words, you will be acquitted when you are charged before the enemy. And by our words, we may be held in bondage. By the special grace of God, you will not be bound in the name of Jesus. For completion, um, it's about a minimum 60 minutes sermon. I need to quickly compress it because of a passion in my heart to see that we hit the ground running as we enter into the new month. If you check your Bible or if you listen to theological teachings, they tell us that um, uh, the word confession, there are different interpretations to them. Um, when many of us were going up, really you hear confession, what comes to your mind? Confession of sin, you remember? And that's usually what we, we mean by confession. And, um, and we, we all grew up with, with that. But actually in the Bible, of the three types of confession the Bible says, let me throw in a few things for you in form of teaching. Um, of three types of confession the Bible speaks about, confession of sin happens to be just one of them. And uh, I'll tell you where it stands in that. Um, as, as I mentioned before, we tend to, to, to lift that above every other form of confession the Bible talks about. Uh, and... Um, uh, some of, I, I was uh, in some part of Nigeria one time. Um, I've been checking that to share this one. It's, it's, it's a little bit funny, but it's not, nothing particularly huge. Um, I, I went to Nigeria just before I fully gave my life to Christ and followed him wholeheartedly. I w we just make a little bit of dash to church. So I had this colleague of mine, um, he's fiery, um, serving the Lord now in the United States. Uh, he's an internist there. That's how they call physicians over there. Um, and so I followed him to his Catholic church. I, I, wasn't, I was from another Orthodox persuasion, uh, which was the Anglican one. So he was from Catholic. So we went to church on Sunday, and um, I, so it was time for Holy Communion. So I just went forward, and I took the Holy Communion. So when I came back, the guy was livid. He was angry. I said, why? I said, he said, I didn't go for confession yesterday. He said, ah, I don't know. We do confession on Saturday. He said, I've gone for confession on Saturday. And the guy was taking it so more seriously than that. But that was our understanding then. Uh, the greatest anger you should have had with me is whether, number one, I confess the lordship of Christ. Because that's the number one confession, the lordship of Christ. We derive our authority by confessing the person's name on whom we come. And all this personal confession I'm telling you about, if you don't
confess Christ. If you don't confess Christ, his lordship, number one, over your life. Number two, over the whole universe. Our words may not mean as much as we want those words to mean. Because in Matthew chapter 21, verses 23 to 24, Jesus Christ is fair, would they ask him, by what, by what authority are you doing these things? Don't ever walk anywhere unless you are sure of who is backing you up. Because when the day of trouble comes, the person may discover that nobody has his or her back. So confession of the Lordship of Jesus Christ is paramount. And I have oft quoted unto you, 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 45, David met the giant in his life by declaring who his God is. Exodus chapter 3, verse 13, it was so much about, when I go to Egypt, what should I tell Pharaoh? That was what Moses was asking God was sending him. Whose name did I say I have come? May you know the name of the Lord. I know it very well. We spend a whole week. This is going to be another second week. We're going to have a major theme for the whole week. The first week, uh, the first uh, time we had a theme for a week was for thanksgiving and we praise. You remember? We're going to have another theme this time just for confession. And you must never forget that constantly declaring the bigness and the greatness of your God is central unto your victory. And so... It tells us that we must confess Jesus as Lord. In 1 John chapter 4, verse 22 and 3, by this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God, and every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard was coming as now in the world. Number two, confession Confession of your faith. Confess what you believe. Confess your victory. Beat your plowshare into swords and your pruning hooks into spears. Let the weak say, I am strong. Joel chapter 3 verse 10. For assuredly I say to you, Mark eleven twenty three. 23, we said before, it's said this same money many times. If you say unto this mountain, I beg of you, you will get up today and begin to say, Amen. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they overcame in Daniel chapter 3, verses 16 to 18. Daniel 3, 16 to 18. He said, but our God, who we believe, is able to deliver us. That is confession of what they believe. I'm a royal priesthood. I'm, I'm, I'm called out of the world to show praise of him who has called me. You may sound funny to yourself, but sooner than later you will believe it. Every bad habit everybody has formed it starts with the first step of the habit. Every good habit a person has formed starts with the first step of the habit. Let your habit in this month of June for the rest of your life. And I'm expecting by the time we step into the second half of the year, we shall only be gathering spoils. We shall only be gathering because we use this final month of the first half of this year to establish yourself strongly in your confession. And great shall be the harvest that we carry in the rest of the year in the name of Jesus Christ. A new dawn has come upon us in the name of the Lord. A new beginning has come upon us. I know it. I am not ordinary. I have not come to waste my time here on earth. I have not come to waste my time here in this vicinity. There's a purpose. That purpose shall be fulfilled. I am not ordinary. I am rising in the name of Jesus. I hope you are saying something about you yourself. I hope you are saying it. Oh, but that pastor, you don't know where I'm coming from. You don't know all the errors I've made. Out of your confession, 
Every error shall be done away with. In fact, quicker, the closer you are to God, the more difficult it is for the enemy to have power over you. That's what people didn't know. The kingdom of God is not about to avoid this. The kingdom of God is about to getting close to God. The closer you are to God, the more darkness goes away. So I'm sending you to get close to God. And you check out, you will see what will happen. But most of the time we struggle because we're not close to God. And that's what the devil does. That's why they don't turn up at the meeting, don't join the prayer, don't join, you join, just criticize. And he just say, you know, it's, it's, I know where it's going. And at that time, nothing is wrong in your life. You're absolutely okay. You're not stealing, you're not cheating, you're not messing around. Everything is okay. But it's time. they said, the fish rot from the head. You know, rottenness is from inside. But I pray the Lord will turn it around for us. Amen. I'm very passionate about that because I'm telling you because, oh, you've got a great future. I know it. I know it. We're going places with the Lord in the name of Jesus Christ. Jump on your feet with me. And just for the next five minutes or less, we're going to declare and make some bold statements in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Father, touch my lips and let my words heal and restore. Starting from my own life and my home in the name of Jesus. Touch my lips, oh God. Touch my lips. Touch my lips. Let no wrong or foul whatever proceed from my mouth ever, ever, ever again in the name of Jesus. This month of June shall be the watershed month for us. Because we are stepping into a new thing, oh God, touch my lips. Let me effortlessly say things that will shock me for good. Let me begin to speak of lofty things that your grace will do in my life. That I myself, when I hear myself, I say, where is that coming from? And your spirit will remind me, you are the one moving me. And follow with signs and wonders. Follow with signs and wonders. Let all the age old conditions bow to that name of Jesus Christ. The name that we have come to confess. The name that we have come to declare in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' marvelous name, we are prayed. Amen. There's no reason. The beginning of your confession starts with your amen. Hallelujah. And you sounding funny even wherever you are. It's part of the thing we're talking about. Standing on you, you are saying amen. It's part of it. So I say in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Number two, I dedicate my mouth to God to speak life and not death. I dedicate my mouth to God to speak life and not death. Out of my mouth shall proceed words of authority and great power in the name of Jesus. Lift your voices and pray. In the name that's above all names, don't be wiser, don't be too wise for yourself. Speak those words, I beg of you, in the name of Jesus. You could probably see me getting very strong today because what is ahead of us is not child's play. I'm not leaving it to chances at all. And I speak, I say, I, Chris Gully, I dedicate my mouth to God to speak life and not death. Hallelujah. Out of my mouth shall proceed words of authority and great power. I will speak to mountains and the mountains shall be removed. I will speak to valley and the valleys shall fill up. Every crooked road ahead of me shall be straightened in the name of Jesus. And for life and not for death. And for progress and not for retrogression. Through me and by me and in me great and mighty things God my Father will do. I'm not ordinary I'm extraordinary because the one who lives in me is called the extraordinary one. The one who lives in me is called the supernatural one. Make your own declaration. As soon as you open your mouth God will fill it. If you don't open it you ain't going to fill it. 
his word, you open up unto him that he will fill. If you open your mouth and fill and begin to speak forth, life of God will flow through you. Speak unto your own life right now. Don't take chances. Don't mumble it. Don't mumble it. Don't say that we say it later. Say it now. God is doing something in my life. Every word that I have spoken concerning myself, I know God has heard. And there will be a performance. Every word that you are speaking concerning yourself, your father will hear. Wherever you are, whatever duty you are performing, say something. Say something right now. Oh, the angels of the Lord, they are in the house to carry those voices and those words into the heavenly places and bring performance. Thank you, eternal father. In Jesus' marvelous name, we have prayed. Amen. And we start the declaration now. And we take this one. Might be difficult, but I think we are well practicing this. Uh, when we're in the building, there's a way we display them on the screen. But today, somehow, you will just follow me closely. So I declare in the name of Jesus that I shall not decrease. I shall not diminish. I shall not decay. And my life shall not be deformed in the name of Jesus. I declare in the name of Jesus, that I shall not decrease, <laughs> I shall not diminish in the name of Jesus, I shall not decay, and my life shall not be deformed in the name of Jesus. Oh, declare that and then say, but I shall multiply, I shall increase, yes Lord, and I shall flourish, I shall flourish. Don't think it, say it. Don't imagine it, say it. I shall multiply, I shall increase, and I shall flourish. There shall be no stopping or stalling to my progress. In the name of Jesus. There shall be no stopping or stalling to my progress. Spiritual progress, family progress, financial progress, physical progress. Oh, in my good old age, I will be strong. Begin to make confirmation to yourself. In my good old age, in 18, 19, I will still climb mountains with strength and power. Whatever you declare, that's what will be. You will not end up in a wheelchair. You will not end up with Zima frame. I say that of myself. Say it of yourself. Declare it. Believe it. Believe it. Believe it. Pray and declare your own strength. You will not be stopped. You will not stall. And your progress shall not decrease. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Finally, you add to that. I say, as Jesus increases in all areas, so I shall increase. My growth shall defy all predictions. Hallelujah. My growth shall defy all predictions. My increase and enlargement shall be unprecedented. Oh, I believe somebody is saying that with all their hearts. My increase and enlargement shall be unprecedented. These are my declarations. And they are set to forever in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. And so, Father, in your holy name, I declare over your people now. There shall be no diminishing for any one of us in the name of Jesus. You will not decrease. You will not diminish. You will not decay. You will not be deformed. You will not die. But you will live and you will declare the glory of the Lord. Father, in your name we pray. We shall increase. We shall multiply. We shall expand and enlarge. And our progress and our success shall be unprecedented and shall be beyond human prediction in the name of Jesus Christ. Men shall see me and they shall fear God. Men shall hear of your exploit in and through me. And they shall say there's a mighty God in Israel. Father, I pray for a believing heart for myself and every one of your children now. Receive a believing heart. Receive a believing heart to believe every word that you have spoken and let it be settled forever in the name of Jesus. Thank you, eternal Father, in Jesus' most 
wonderful and marvelous name we have prayed. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Amen. For more information on what you've heard, please visit our website at www.fountainoflove.org.uk. You'll also find other media presentations available to you. Stay blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen.